In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. This week's family Bible story is the miraculous catch of fish from Luke 5, 1 through 11. It is the Holy Gospel reading appointed for this coming Sunday. Luke 5, 1 through 11. So it was as the multitude pressed about Jesus to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon and Jesus, said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This gospel begins with the multitudes pressing about Jesus to hear the word of God. Lake Gennesaret, as it is referred to by Luke in his gospel, is another name for the Sea of Galilee or the Sea of Tiberias, Tiberias being named after Caesar, and Galilee after that region of Palestine that this lake or sea finds itself. Jesus taught from a boat. Uh, from the time of the stilling of the storm to Jesus' call to the fishermen from the boat and teaching from the boat, the church has often been referred to as a ship. Uh, traversing the ocean of this world, tossed to and fro, but Christ is our captain and we are safe in the church. Simon, in this account, is Simon Peter. And it is important to note that Peter and Andrew, who were brothers, James and John, who were brothers, who were fishermen by trade, had previously been baptized by John the Baptist down south in Judea at the Jordan River which means that they were already believers in Christ. They had been baptized by John, and like most believers in Christ, they went back to their ordinary vocation as fishermen. So in this account, Jesus is not calling them to faith in him for the first time, but rather Jesus is calling Peter and Andrew, James and John, into the office of the holy ministry. Notice how at the end he says, do not be afraid, from now on you will be fishers of men. 
refers especially to their office as apostolic preachers. As fishermen, they knew their business, but they had toiled all night and caught nothing. And Simon Peter draws his attention to that when he says, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And without realizing it, Simon says something very important. When it comes to their future ministry, by their own efforts or strength, they can toil all they want and accomplish nothing. But at the Lord's word, there will be fruit for their labors. So he says, at your word, I will let down the net. And there is a miraculous catch of fish, so many that the nets begin to break and the boats begin to sink. This is at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. There is a miracle similar to it after Jesus' resurrection. On the same sea, 153 fish are caught, but on that occasion, the net does not break. It is as if in the miracle itself, at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, those men called to be apostles are not yet ready to begin their apostolic witness as ministers of the word. But after three years, as Pentecost is about to dawn, after Jesus' death and resurrection, now they are ready so the net does not break. So at Jesus' word, they let down the net and they get this miraculous catch of fish. And Simon Peter's response is most instructive. He falls down at Jesus' knees and says, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Now, Peter is half right. He is a sinful man, but the last thing he needs is for the Lord to depart from him. Not only is the Lord's forgiveness absolutely essential for every Christian, the Lord's forgiveness for us as sinners is the foundation for any minister of God's word to be faithful in the preaching of that gospel. So Simon Peter believed correctly that he was a sinner, but he needed the Lord's forgiveness which he would receive throughout those three years that he was with Jesus. And at the end of those three years, having received the Lord's forgiveness, he would be ready finally to preach the gospel as an apostolic minister. You can think about how Peter, relying upon his own strength, denied his Lord in the courtyard of the high priest, only to remember Jesus' word and then to run out of the courtyard and to weep bitter tears. It was a very important event in Peter's life because it taught him the futility of relying upon himself and the absolute necessity to rely upon the word of Christ alone. So when Jesus says to him and to the other three with him, do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. Do not be afraid is a word of absolution. And from now on you will catch men is a promise for those called to be ministers of the gospel, that God will bring forth the increase when they faithfully preach his word. So James and John, who left their fishing business to follow Jesus and become his apostles, together with Peter and Andrew, are entering into a new full-time vocation. Jesus calls men into the office of the ministry who leave other occupations to give their full service to the preaching of the gospel and the administration of the sacraments and to commend this work to God. 
Now one final thing must be said before summarizing this reading, and that is this. While it is true that Peter and Andrew, James and John were called into the office of the apostolic ministry, it is nonetheless also true that the baptized faithful in their various stations in life are all called to bear witness to Christ, confessing his word and leading others to the Savior. So what are our central thoughts? Number one, the boat from which Jesus taught symbolizes the church and the nets symbolize the preaching of the gospel and the sacraments by which sinners are brought into the church. Number two, the word of God is the only power the church and her ministers have in preaching the gospel. Number three, faith in Christ is a miracle of the word of God. Number four, Christ calls men into the office of the ministry. And number five, ministers are dependent upon Jesus' word and forgiveness to be faithful in their work. So like a fisherman who casts his net into the sea to catch fish, Jesus preaches his gospel from the church to create the miracle of faith and to gather sinners from all nations into the church. Simon Peter and his partners were called from their occupation as fishermen to be apostolic ministers of the gospel, who would preach in Jesus' stead and by his command for the salvation of sinners. These men were themselves sinners, as Simon confessed, I'm a sinful man, O Lord. But they needed to learn that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. It was wrong for Simon Peter to tell Jesus to depart from him. It was as if Simon believed that he was too sinful for Jesus to save. There is no one that is too sinful for Jesus to save, and there is no one for whom Jesus did not die upon the cross. Throughout their three years with Jesus, the disciples would learn that they were totally dependent upon Jesus' gift of forgiveness in order to be faithful ministers of the gospel to others. This miracle taught them that the only power and authority they would have to be fishers of men is Christ's word alone. Every minister in his office and every Christian who confesses the name of Jesus to others is completely dependent upon the word of God in speaking about their faith in Christ. The office of the keys is the office of the apostolic ministry, which means that the authority of ministers today and Christ's church today comes from the apostolic word of the New Testament scriptures. The apostles were called to witness everything that Jesus said and did so that they could faithfully bear witness to him in their preaching and in the New Testament scriptures. The church and her ministers are dependent upon the apostolic and prophetic scriptures of the Old and New Testaments for the work of the Holy Ministry. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus, as you called Simon Peter and his partners to be fishers of men, continue to provide ministers for your church today that many may be brought into your church for the salvation of their souls. Give to every baptized Christian the voice to confess your holy name and to join with our pastors in proclaiming the good news of salvation to family, friends, and neighbors alike. In your holy name we pray. Amen. <laughs>